This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is Dukes and Bell. We have been following this Jalen Carter story since it broke yesterday, and all the additional information is just a lot. But we got to give our man Seth Emerson some credit because uh, he wrote a great piece if you've not had a chance to read it. And um, it it gets to what I think is something that everybody's kind of wondering, and that is when Kirby Smart's going to address some of the things that are going on. Seth joins us right now on the WadeForward.com hotline. And, Seth, thanks again. We appreciate your time. Um, I just want to start with do you think this has been an issue for the dogs or, or that we're just getting aware of, of the things, and I'm talking about, you know, speeding and racing and all of these things. Has this been an issue? Were, were you aware of any of this stuff prior to these reports coming out? There haven't been these, and there's obviously been a lot of, let's be frank, arrests with this program, um, and honestly, many SEC programs. I, I go back to my days covering South Carolina. Um, and then I started on the Georgia beat in 2010 when it was kind of at its worst under Mark Richt, as I started my piece today with like, this has happened, arrests, misdemeanors a lot. The racing part is new. Now that's people getting arrested for it. Has it been happening? Um, as this has come out, you start to hear more anecdotal evidence of or, or anecdotal stories from people around saying, yeah, this has always been happening. People have always done this. And you hear, you know, Jalen Carter now merges, had an 89 and a 45 last fall. It, this is just something that clearly Kirby Smart needs to get the clamps on. Um, I'm, I'm sure he probably already has. Uh, he's He just hasn't addressed it publicly yet because he hasn't been scheduled to meet with the media. This is kind of a dead time as far as him being publicly available. Um, But it's something that he clearly has to address with the team. And and I'm sure he, he already has, whether that'll do any good. I mean, um, we'll, we'll see. I don't, I would think he shouldn't even have to say anything after two people die in a car accident caused apparently in large part by street racing. 
but it, it probably is something that needs to be said and you probably need to attach some definite consequences to it. It's a great article, guys. Definitely worth a read in the Athletic Seth Emerson's take on where things are going right now. We were talking off the air, Seth, and I know it's a loaded question, but I'll ask anyway. Uh, you talked about Mark Richt and all the things that happened. The tra- I mean, I, I covered it on the radio when it went down. It seemed like it's almost a, a Georgia player couldn't spit on the sidewalk without getting in trouble in Athens a decade ago. Did Kirby learn to have a facilitator like uh, Gant from when he was in Tuscaloosa from Nick Saban to have somebody as a liaison well, to local yeah. law enforcement? Gant's been around for a while. That that hasn't been a secret. Um, and talking to people within the program, the way they describe it, uh, he's he's a positive force. He's someone who connects the you know he he is a liaison with the police department. And it should be said that it it doesn't seem like it's anything nefarious, based on the amount of times that Georgia players continue to get arrested. You know, he's not if he is fixing situations, if he's getting to the scene and fixing something, quote unquote, so that the public doesn't find out about it, then he's not doing as that great a job because we're, you know, Javon Dumas Johnson was arrested for, you know, took almost two months later, but they, they looked into it and found him. If anything, for years, Georgia fans, um, even people in at the school and in the athletic department have, alleged that the both police departments here locally, the Athens Police Department and the UGA Police Department have gone out of their way to target athletes and specifically football players. So it's not the other way you know, around where things are getting swept under the rug. Gant's role as the liaison is to basically act in the best interests of the players without it skirting the law, without getting into that you know, gray area of, of doing something that obviously you shouldn't be doing. Do you think because of the optics of it, and you just explained it very well, but from outsiders looking in that there will be a zero, zero tolerance policy when it comes to anything an athlete does now in Athens, especially when he gets behind the wheel of a car? Yeah, I, I mean, as I wrote, it's difficult to say zero tolerance on anything. You know, like Stetson Bennett got popped in Dallas for – something that if that happened in Athens and he was on the Georgia football team, I don't think he's getting tossed from the team for that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not even sure he's getting suspended, Um, but it could, as far as driving stuff, I think that may be something that Kirby smart or if the administration may have to do it, say we're going to outline some consequences that are harsher than they have been for specific offenses, especially street racing. Um, I don't think you can retroactively go back and tell Jamon Dumas Johnson that he can't play here anymore or he gets a you know a huge suspension for something that, you know, he he did it 5 days before the accident. So it's not like he did it knowing what had happened to his friends. Um but you can say, look, if if we hear about this, even if there's no arrest, like if someone tells Brian Gann I saw, you know, so and so doing this, and we can prove it, then you know you're gone. Something like that. Um, DUIs could be ratcheted up in terms of punishment. Javon Bullard got a DUI during the season last year, and he sat one game. Um, do you start saying, all right, we're going to say that's that's more now? Um, and I, I do think common sense says you do want to leave some leeway. Every situation is different, but there. 
I, we have noticed, if you remember in the early 2010s, it, it was this zero tolerance kind of policy, near, near total zero tolerance, that Mark Rick felt like he had to do that to rein things in. And, you know, we, it, it became a, you know, a meme, a joke, like Mark, Mark Rick has lost control of such and such. But that was because he was suspending for stuff that other teams weren't suspending for. You know, he was, Georgia had this marijuana policy that nobody else in the SEC had. Right. And, you know, he was, he was, players were being suspended for stuff that, you know, arrests and stuff that they weren't being suspended for at other places because they had to do that. I think they've slowly, not because Kirby Smart was hired and said, you know, there's a new sheriff in town, but more because the the near total zero tolerance policy worked. And you're never going to end arrests as we know it on a football team. I mean, look, there's 85 players on scholarship plus 40 walk-ons. The math in and of itself says that it's going to happen. But it did ebb for a while there. And so I think maybe they, they slacked off a little bit on some stuff. And now I think it's time to work a little bit more towards that near total zero tolerance policy, but especially on these driving and and traffic offenses and drinking. Seth Emerson, our guest, uh, he writes for the athletic and, and, you know, he writes a piece that it's entitled Kirby smart and Georgia should send a message of accountability, which is what he's talking about. Um, and, And I totally agree with you, but I also have to ask, is this just a function of winning and having the best athletes in the country? There's no doubt that Georgia's program has been elevated. And when you're getting the top-notch talent that you're getting and you're winning at the clip that Kirby's winning at, is this just something that comes with it? I'm not talking about the death of, of, the deaths of two young people. I'm saying <clears throat> that when you have that kind of talent, kids feel entitled. Seth, they feel like they can do whatever they want, and if there is no accountability, what you're saying there hasn't been, this is the kind of stuff you deal with, right? Yeah, I mean, I would. That, that's something, and I've, I've heard this argument going back to the, not even argument, but point being made going back to early in the Mark, or, or early last decade during the Mark Rick years, where football's a violent game, and for you to be good at this sport, then you, you may have to deal with some players who have some tendencies off the field, that that's just part of their DNA. Um, I'd hope that you don't have to make that sacrifice, but maybe there is some truth to that. Uh, But the idea that you have to sacrifice character in order to win, George has made a point of saying that they don't do that and that actually they seek out character and that's what has made them better we we, everyone talks about how well they recruit but we also talk about and i've written a lot about how well they've evaluated and that they have passed on some people um and you know they, they they have sacrificed some things that weren't necessarily in the name of winning i mean eric gilbert hardly saw the field in his two years Right, because of stuff that was going on behind the scenes, and they didn't say, "Well, he's really good, so we're going to play him," even though there's, you know, he's having trouble behind the scenes and, and everything, and stuff that still hasn't been publicly to light 
a lot of it for privacy, personal health reasons, but still. Um, but I'd also say that, and this is a, a sort of, this is a calculation uh, kind of, what am I trying to say? It's almost callous, but Georgia recruits so well and they have such good players, they probably can afford yeah. to to dismiss people a little quicker and say, you know what, if you're going to screw up, uh, you know, next guy's just as good. You're not, it's not going to, you know, kill this program for you not to be on the team. And so that's probably something else Kirby Smart and his staff can, can tell players is we've got some leeway here. You know, we've, we've won without you, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do that if, if you screw up. The other thing is, uh, Seth Emerson, guys, we're just tuning in, talking about uh, you know moving forward now for UGA. By the way, we are moving forward. Is there, is there another shoot a drop with Jalen Carter? Any other thing that's going to come up here that we should be prepared for? You're aware of? I mean, something could. You never know. But checking on it yesterday, my understanding, you know, for instance, the the stuff that's been brought up about leaving the scene. Um, I was told the police said we talked to him at the scene. You know, yeah. they didn't see him leave the scene uh so you know maybe he was brought back to the scene but they did not charge him with leaving the scene yesterday after a month and a half investigation so if they didn't do that yesterday they probably are not going to there's there's probably not going to be more major developments in this case is, is my understanding. And the Ra-Ra Thomas thing, I know that's kind of a, a sidelight to this. I, I know he tweeted a photo of him at the Butts Mirror building, so that's still to be adjudicated, the situation he had with the girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's something that has been kind of hanging out there, and when that initially happened, people assumed, oh, well, he's gone. Um, but he was out quick with a statement saying you know, that he was not admitting to the charges and was disputing them and and so that legal process is playing out um and you know we let, everyone needs to be fair to jalen carter in this he released a statement yesterday also saying that he's gonna fight the the charges so um there there has to be a you know don't naturally assume that the charges are true Seth Emerson joining us here on Dukes and Bell as we talk about all things dogs. Guys, there's no bigger story right now in football because Jalen Carter could be, again, the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. He has made his way back to the combine, as we talked about. Um, I want to ask you about Nolan. And, uh, you know, I saw him speak at the combine and Nolan Smith. Listen, I don't think you being passionate about the love for your friend who you've lost helps you in the draft. But I do think him talking about the situation and talking about Jalen and where he's at, Nolan's stock is already high, Seth. But I'm curious to know what you think about how he's handled this whole situation and what do you think about his draft stock right now? He's an interesting case because he's always been known for his character and for his leadership in the locker room. And as much as it hurt, him to go down with that injury and miss the latter half of last year it it almost kind of helps him you know I mean he he's it was a shoulder injury so it's the kind that he he should be fine by the start of the season um able to participate in the combine yes and it gave him a chance to show how good a teammate he is by 
staying with the team and um, still still being a visible presence. Um, he already had basically three and a half years of film to show the NFL. Uh, he won a ring. He was on the field when they won last year. In fact, I think he had a sack on the final drive for Alabama on Alabama. Um, and so he gets to go into this combine and then just kind of remind people that w- what he can bring to the table. And yeah, I mean, I could see him getting back into that kind of top 50 range mm-hmm. that, that a lot of people thought he could be, because don't forget, he was on some boards four years ago, the number one recruit in the country. Hey, great, uh, great uh, stuff. If you hadn't read the article in The Athletic, uh, get Seth Tagan. By the way, I know it's funny. We talked a lot about it when it went down, the Todd Munkin thing. It's kind of funny how is, – is Munkin going to get the same kind of effect that all the guys who work for Saban got, kind of like the reworking of the, yeah. of the, of the image? Because I know you got a kick out of the, the fallout when that was announced he was coming back as the OC. Uh, Bobo, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, it's, it, I, I think it'll be really interesting to watch the, there's still a lot of Georgia people who are, are kind of assuming it's the Mike Bobo of the Mark Richt era. And obviously he is who he is, but I, I, I think he's probably learned a lot. He had five years at Colorado state. He had a year each at, um, Auburn and South Carolina and when may not have worked for offensive geniuses at those spots. And he was the one who was running the show at Colorado state, but one year to work with Todd Munkin. And I I think he's he's probably evolved. I mean, he's only 48 years old. We're not talking about a dinosaur here. Great stuff. We appreciate you, Seth. Good work. Uh, We'll continue to check you out. Read him guys, the athletic as he covers the dogs and uh, all these stories that continue to develop here as we get closer to the NFL draft. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, guys. Seth Emerson. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 